from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Closing, closing in on, hey, pop my mic off. Your mic's on? Is it? Yeah. Oh. I hear you. Oh, I, oh, there we go. Okay. You're good. You're having some earbud problems over there. No, no. Huh. It's all right. I was having some issues over Closing here. Closing in on issue number 100. Show number 96 for uh, Thursday, August 15th. On the show tonight, we're going to be talking to Attica Fremont Championship Series Sprint Series uh, point leader in the 305 class, Jamie Miller. He's second in points at both uh, Attica and Fremont as well. Uh, we'll also be talking to Chris Mize over there at Sandusky Speedway with a, an update for the uh, Dirty 30 coming up on October 3rd. And I've got a couple of questions for him. And, and some answers, too. And, and yeah, yeah, and he'll be happy to know that, yeah. Coming at you live on uh, Facebook as well as YouTube, Periscope, and Twitter. Uh, make sure to listen to us as well on demand, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, wherever. You mean sure. You mean people could watch us live tonight and then... Watch us again during the week. Well, if they're listening on iHeartRadio or uh, iTunes or Google Play or whatever podcasting platform, it's probably not live, but they should make plans to watch next week. They could watch Thursdays us. Thursdays at 7. That's when we record it live. They could watch us several times. I think we got Chris here. So it's Chris. Yes. Yes. Hey, hold on a second. We're not done yet. Almost. Right. I'm, I'm going to pot you down. So you, right. you can keep talking, but we're not going to hear you. That's fine. See, look, I just potted him down. That's cruel. Uh, <laughs> actually, we are ready for him. I just wanted to give him crap. Sorry. How's it going, Chris Mice and Dusky Speedway? How are you? How's it going, gentlemen? <laughs> Pretty good. I thought he was not going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Get even with yeah. you, Scott. <laughs> I hung up. Uh, that'd be better. Yeah. So you got uh, some details ironed out for our Hammer Down Race Report Dirty Thirty. Coming up October 3rd at Sandusky Speedway. We've been talking about it uh, every pretty much all summer now, every show. We're running. Yeah, we, we, we got the gate times up. We got the prices up. We also got the purses all up. Um, don't ask me what all that, Mario. You have to go to your page, our page. Uh, everything's posted. I know on Sandusky Speedway's Facebook page, we put all that up, I believe, the other day, Monday. I think it might have been Monday, Tuesday. And uh, I believe you guys, we sent it over to you. You put it up, didn't you, Scott? Yep. It's, uh, if you go to hammerdownracingreport.com, I have a, a page set up, and uh, we're looking October 3rd. Gates are going to open at 3 o'clock, hot laps at 4.30. There's going to be an autograph session at 6.30, and racing will start at 7.30. We're going to do our uh, uh, live Hammerdown Racing Report from the track at uh, 5.30. So there's a lot of things, a lot of times there to uh, look at. Again, we have yeah, it all posted. A lot of times. I, hell, I can't even remember what I did an hour ago sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, just you to... know, I, I tell you, there's been a lot of talk. I mean, you know, a lot of people in this area have been asking about it as it's getting closer. You know, uh, mostly I got the must-see 30 coming up next Sunday, and then we got the uh, Pops Clinic Memorial Saturday with the Modifieds, but... There's been a lot of talk about it coming up. It, it's something new to this area, to this area. It, it's something new, and, and honestly, I think this is going to be a. I think it's going to be a great race. It just uh, just, a quick, just a quick, just a quick recap for for maybe those of you that have not heard us talking about the Dirty Thirty. We're going to be running uh, dirt late model rules on the asphalt track at Sandusky Speedway. There's also going to be a, a class of the fremont trucks and scott one of the questions i've been asked a lot about the late models is this an outlaw show with sideboards absolute not absolutely not this is a straight out of the box ump dirt car late model body rules it'll be the same late models you see weekly at oakshade attica. over at attica eldora yeah, mr cook i believe uh he will be teching is that what i got absolutely he'll uh, he'll have a couple of his uh helpers along with him so uh, be prepared for that yeah mr cook see that's an honor to me because <laughs> i remember you know jerry terry back in the late model. oh know, absolutely it's, it's you know when terry was running late model here in toledo jerry was running here in toledo and it's just an honor to have him on board with us do you remember at all when harold was racing nah, i'm not that old oh come on <laughs> <laughs> very 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 
it was a little bit, you know, when I was coming into it as a young Sure, kid. I understand. You know, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying you probably drove with them, didn't you? You guys started out together. Yes, we way. did. Yes, we did. Actually, I, we started out in late models together, uh, and Harold's first uh, foray in, into circle track racing was was with the late models, and I ran uh, figure eight and street stock, Toledo and Flat Rock for a couple Harold, of years before that. Harold was on our show last week, so you can listen to last week's uh, episode, too. Yeah, I did. I, okay. I did. I, I, uh, well, no, I just, I, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, the little things, I guess, get me all wound up and excited and him being here got me i I was happy about that well very good he can sign autographs too right yeah absolutely Absolutely. okay (laughs) so we also uh we established some uh, general admission prices uh for the the event as well do you want to go over that do you remember Uh, i got it in front of me if not if you can read them off that'd be great (laughs) Uh, $15 general admission, very fair. Seniors and uh, military with proper ID get in for 10 bucks. Kids 5 to 12 is 5 bucks, And under 5, free. Pit pass is 30 bucks, uh, And uh, kids 8 and under get into the pits for free. Is that right? Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I feel that's real fair. And, and I know there's going to be somebody say, why 8 and under? Because when they're 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, they're running around on their own. Anybody that's normally 8 and under stick with mom and, and you know for for a family to come and we all know this become a family you know there's a lot of families that come to it's one of the last things in my opinion that still is a family sport and uh you know for mom and dad to come in, in their motorhome let's say or whatever and to go in a pit uh, you know with a two-year-old three-year-old six seven-year-old they're going to keep a close eye on them i don't think it's fair to them that that you know, they have to pay 30 bucks for a two-year-old or someone like that. Plus, in my past experiences, it's caused some havoc. You know, with mom has to go in the grandstand and doesn't. It's just easier to say eight and under. There you go. Well, any more kids over eight are probably on the racetrack. And that's, that's where I'm at. You know, nowadays at 10 years old, they're running around doing stuff. And, and hell, you know, 11, 12, 12 years 12 years old some of them are racing in the front wheel drive you know? absolutely and, and so and i feel our pricing is fair through the front gate actually for this kind of show um you know the whole object is is we have our cavalcade coming up uh that saturday and sunday and the whole object is is you don't want to burn people out with oh my god it costs this much for the whole weekend i, I might skip that one or i might only go to that one so you want to be fair with the pricing and, and, you know, our, our military, we give them a $5 discount. We probably should have, anybody that shows a, a military ID, we should probably just let them in for the simple fact that they guard our rights and protect our rights. But, as long as they promise to buy a hot dog. As long as they buy a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> now remember this, the least event, Kevin gets that hot dog money. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, in addition to the late models, uh, as I started to mention earlier, it's going to be the Fremont trucks and uh, Oakshade bombers uh, with two-barrel carburetor rule, and uh, also the uh, front-wheel drive class as well, and that's a 800 to win. That's going to be uh, dirt versus uh, asphalt cars. Right, and, and I, I anticipate, I tell you what, I, I think we'll have way over 20 cars. I mean, oh, I do too. I've had, I've had some messages come in. <laughs> some of these asphalt guys because we're running a midwest compact tour on saturday and sunday with our cavalcade and a lot of these guys are coming in thursday to, to run this show too. go for the 800 to win and well, the, the bombers are still the bombers and trucks are still a 400 i know you had mentioned something that maybe that would go up but is that still 400 win we're looking i tell you what scott just for you we're looking for a sponsor so we can up that you know, and get that up there around seven. It'd be nice to get that win up to about seven, eight hundred. It would be nice. So if uh, if there is any sponsors out there that uh, may want to help out with that, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they call me or Doug Dockey. Go to Sandusky Speedway Facebook page is the best way to get a hold of us and send that page a message. And uh, me or Doug pick that up right away, and, and we'll be back in contact with you. Or you can go to our website, um, SanduskySpeedway.com, and off to the right there i think it's off to the right you'll see unfortunately see my picture with my phone number underneath <laughs> uh, you know you call my phone um I, I don't always answer but if you leave a message 
I will call you back or send me a text if I don't answer, and, and I'll get back to you within the hour normally if I can. And I got your name and uh, number also posted on uh, the Dirty 30 page at hammerdownracingreport.com, so that information right. is on there as well. One more thing, yep. One more thing, Chris. Um, I, I've been getting phone calls and requests that uh, we come up with something for the modifieds. I tell you what, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. It was brought up uh, in a chat earlier. They find a sponsor to pay their own purse. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I tell you what, stranger things have happened. We've uh, and we've taken a different outlook on some things, a different business plan, so to speak, with with what we're doing uh, on our shows here at Sandusky and. And I've kind of threw that out there, you know, I'll put up a a small portion and they have to get sponsorship for the rest. I'll entertain any idea like that if they want to run. Um, All right. You know, it it comes down, and I'm telling you, the last time we did this was uh, Thursday High Miler with our street stocks. We we put up just a portion, so if you want to run because our budget's at our budget, you know, for dollar night, and if you want to run, raise, and they they raised right around forty two hundred dollars in three weeks. Wow! So I mean, if these guys were are, are serious about wanting to run, they bring ten, twelve, fourteen more or more cars. Uh, we'll me and Doug will talk. We'll throw up X amount of money that makes sense to the business plan of this, and, and if they want to bring sponsorship and, and they take care of all that themselves, they keep the money. We don't touch that money. We just give them one lump sum that we promised, and and hell yeah, I run them. So you so you modified guys get to work. Uh, I, I know that uh, there there are several of you folks that have expressed an interest. And the Oakshade Sportsman cars, um, really, they're late models on narrow tires. So those guys have approached me too. And quite honestly, if they just put on late model tires and wheels, they can come run with us twelve hundred to win. Yeah, but they can only run one or other, one or the other. That right. Night. You know, we, we've had that where we've led them in different shows, you know, in a, in a different divisions. Uh, okay, you know, you pay another entry fee to the back gate or whatever you can run. You know, another pit pass you can run with that division, too. I really don't want to get into that. I don't think you guys either. You either nope, absolutely, you're right. Yeah, that's that's what you're going to run. I mean, and I tell you, honest, honestly, Ron, when you come up with this idea and, and you know, approach me on it, I was excited, and I'm getting more excited because, you know... Uh, I, I thought this was your idea. Yeah, I was going to say, don't throw all that back at me. That was your idea. <laughs> I thought you brought this well, up from Georgia. <laughs> no, what it was, I tell you, Ron called me one day, hey, need some murders. I'm not going down there in July, you know, and we got, well, was chatting on a thing, and I said, well, why don't we do it? You know, let's do this, yeah. But, you know, the other day, I, I did send a text, Scott, you thought I was... Seven, I think <laughs> I sent a text to Kenny Wallace because I was wanting, you know, he's he's in it. Right. He he ran a hot shoe up at, at I don't it's Whitmer. I don't know if it's called Whitmer anymore. I think, but uh, the hot shoe one hundred and uh, you know he had that speech on uh, on Facebook that was great about Dale Earnhardt telling him about the you know these weekly races, you know the short track races. But I thought you know I, I'm gonna try to reach out. I got a cell number. I sent him a text, and I figured, well, I'll get a text back, you know, one way or the other. You know, he took time out of his day, and I, I really respect this, and, and became a bigger kid. He called me. He called me and talked to me for, I don't know, eight, ten minutes, you know, about he's going to Devil's Bowl Speedway that weekend. He can't make it. He thinks it's a great idea, you know, for the north. He knows that they've done it in the south, but he thinks it's a great idea up north here. But, you know, just for him to call. And acknowledge that he didn't have to do that. He's a busy man, and I thought that was great of him. And and you know we discussed short track racing on asphalt for a second, um, in the state it's in. And, and you know I'm gonna tell you guys, and I won't take much more of your time up. I know you got a show, but and I'm out at the racetrack. I got to finish some grading on a dozer, but you put dirt we, on the place. It was, <laughs> you wish. No, <laughs> remove the dirt pile. I got to finish grading it out. But, okay, you know. In the in the shape that short track asphalt asphalt short tracks are in right now, if we don't try different things like this, 
we might not survive, and how the heck do we know if it's going to work if we don't try it? You know, and so this is a great opportunity for all of us, in my opinion. Um, uh, you know, the, I don't want to say first annual because that's wrong, inaugural, uh, you know, Dirty 30, uh, Hammer Down Racing Report, Dirty 30, sponsored by Handjobs Nail Salon. I Love it. it <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I, I really think this is going to go over well, and this could be something something big coming to the future, uh, uh, you know, an annual deal. Well, since we couldn't get Kenny Wallace, uh, don't forget Kenny Schrader probably has a late model, too. And whatever happened, uh, what, wasn't uh, Michael Waltrip running uh, a Vores Compact Series race or something? Last he, ran a Vors, he ran a Vores Compact race down at uh, uh, Shady Bull Speedway, Rick yeah. Young. Great guy. Um, I, I haven't tried to get in touch with him. Um, I haven't heard any more about you guys that says something about Matt Crafton. And i tell you what. Mr. Cook should reach out to son Terry and get him in a late model. There we go. He's got some experience. Yeah, he's got a few laps there, too. Yeah, Terry was a fan favorite at Sandusky Speedway years back. For a lot of years. Yes, and, and, you know, it'd be great. I'd just be curious to see if he still got it. Has he ever driven a dirt late model, though? I don't Uh, know. I know Jerry has. Okay. I don't know. I'm sure Terry probably has. Hell, he's, he's probably drove just about everything, you know, up through the years. So, you know, he's he's one of them. He used to be one of them that, you know, if he had tricycles racing out there and he had a chance, he'd jump on a tricycle and race it, you know. All right, but, Chris, we we got to get going here, but uh, we're definitely right. looking forward to the Dirty 30 coming up at Sandusky Speedway Thursday, October 3rd. It's uh, kicking off the Cavalcade uh, weekend there. And we'll certainly talk to Chris more as we get a little bit closer. Yeah, and yeah, if there's an update on the modifieds or anything, you let me know. Uh, if any modified drivers out there want to try and put something together, you know, get with Chris. and Get uh, with me. Get with Ron. He'll Get with me, and I'll put pointing you in the right direction. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for everything you do for racing in general. Hey, thank thanks, you. Chris. All right, have a good night. You too. It's Chris Mize, uh, race director over there at Sandusky Speedway and also putting on this uh, special show for us, the Dirty 30. And speaking of which, uh, before we get to Jamie Miller here, who we're going to call in uh, just a couple minutes, um, got some updated uh, folks for our roll call for the Dirty 30, James uh, Goring. Uh, to Fremont, Ohio has been added in uh, the trucks. And I just got another one here. Alan White. Alan White out of Sandusky. Uh, also a Fremont truck. Very good. So a couple more. So our mid, uh, mid-class mid is uh, definitely growing by leaps and bounds. I think that's the biggest class. And, uh, and I know for a fact that Chris is working on some flyers for us. And uh, we'll be handing those out at uh, a few of the area racetracks. So... We'll, we'll get the word out. And uh, also, we'll be doing our show that night uh, from the track live, so come out and say hi. We're going to do it earlier because, obviously, we're going to be racing at 7.30. So Hopefully. Uh, we'll be doing the show about 5.30 at, live from Sandusky Speedway on October 3rd. So that'll be cool. We'll talk to the different racers out there. and It'll be after hot laps, so they'll have a few laps on the track. Running and we, around we the pits there. like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? How do I make my car work on asphalt? So, yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, your official sponsor of the Hammerdown Race Report. Make sure to give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. He's got uh, race cars, parts, safety equipment, uh, everything a racer needs. Gift cards. Yeah. You fixed my car. Scott. It moved. Um, although. Just came across my desk uh-oh. this morning. Uh, only for the next two weeks, if you're interested in a seat, uh, we have a blowout sale on Ultra Shield uh, containment seats. Uh, starting at uh, about three hundred and eighty dollars up to about five forty. So, uh, if you need a containment seat, give us a call. Is that like uh, the one I have? Yes, sir. I, I think like yours that. is an Ultra Shield, and uh, it might be. They they work really well. Oh, that's right. I got dial nine. I forgot we got a new phone system. My bad. Oh, Scott. What other good deals? You darn got? rookies. Well, that's it, man. That's it. That, that was a blowout deal. It really was. Nothing else. Well, obviously, we have all the bomber tires for Oak Shade. Yeah, I needed a new one of those, too. Yep, yep. Ooh. There we go. Some, some music there. Hey, is this Jamie? Yeah. 
Jamie, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Hammer Down Racing Report. How are you, how's it going? It's going. All right. We reach at a bad time. You good? Nope, we're good. All right. All right. Um, now you're leading the points in the Attica Fremont Championship Series in the 305s. Did you, starting this series off, were you going for that championship at the beginning of the season? Yeah, when we started this year, I mean, we was kind of planning on trying to get the the new series point championship and we've been running good at all them races so hopefully we can finish up the year that way and you're uh sitting second in the points at both attica and fremont uh so i'm guessing you're trying to get the championships at both of those tracks as well yeah the, the goal is always to try to get championships and <laughs> are you in striking distance oh yeah he is oh yeah i think we're close we're, we're right. hanging around <laughs> Now, do you think you have enough races left to uh, to get it? If we keep running the way we have been, I think we'll we'll be right there. I mean, it's one of them deals where you got you got to finish up front every week and and try to be there at the end, and that's what we've been trying to do. We've had a few off nights, but fortunately, we've had more good nights than bad. Twenty four points uh, behind Weaver at Attica, and uh, you're just twelve behind Ivy at uh, Fremont. There, so boy, those guys are rookies, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, I think they just started this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So how how did you get uh, started in racing? Give us a little background on uh, Jamie Miller. Well, my dad raced sprint cars when I was, you know, before I was born. And then when I was born, and I kind of grew up around it with both of my uncles racing and my dad. And, and it just kind of fell into my lap. A good friend of mine uh, bought a car, Ron Kimball from Faustoria, and said, hey, you uh, you want to try driving this thing? And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. Was it a sprint car? Uh, yeah, it was a 305 sprint okay. in uh, 2000. Okay. Have you, uh, you've run other things than just uh, the 305s, though, haven't you? Yeah, if it's got four wheels and supposed to turn left, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> Have you ever run asphalt? No, just uh, in the go-kart days. I was never really good at it. Okay. Uh, any track championships uh, that you've earned? Yeah, I got an Attica championship in 05, and then last year we won the, the Fast Series championship between Attica, Fremont, Lima, Mansfield, and wherever else we went. Okay. In between uh, between Fremont and Attica, do you have a, a favorite track? Mm, not really. I like going both places. They both uh, give you a, a different problems, different issues you got to work through, and I enjoy the, the challenge, and we have fun whenever we race. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're out here doing, just trying to have fun. <laughs> um, other than uh, Attica, Fremont, I, I'm, you've run other tracks. Uh, is Attica or Fremont one of your favorite, or is there another track that you've run that is your favorite, and why? Oh, I've always liked uh, going down to Casey, or you know, it's called Atomic now. I've always, always liked that place, always been really fast and racing do you got any wins down there yeah i've got a few that 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 would make me like that track too (laughs) (laughs) um i've got more up here than i do down there but it was always fun okay so when when and where did you get uh, your first win uh fremont in 2001 in a 305 in a 305 yep did you how, describe that race to us? Was it? Uh, did you lead the whole way, or was it one of those last lap passes? No, it was. Uh, I don't remember exactly. I remember taking the lead, and then about losing the lead to Brown and Scott, and we kind of battled it out for the for the last five laps or so. And I, <clears throat> I might have chopped him a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to win. Sure. Now the three hundred fives have changed a lot through the years. Um, was it was it better racing? Do you feel back when they were more restricted, or do you like where we're at now? I think everything's. It's not really a lot different. The motors make a little bit more power than they did when I started, and not a huge difference. I mean, the cars are pretty much the same, and everything's going good. They've been tacking at Attica and trying to keep everybody on a level level playing field, and it's been working out pretty good. Are there any uh, other racers that, that you kind of look up to or idolize or maybe did at the beginning of your career? Oh, yeah, there was you know, a few. I've always uh, 
when I first started racing and before I even raced, you know, obviously my dad, I looked up to him as a kid. And then when I started going more, I always liked to watch Paul Weaver and rooted for him when I was little and uh, Bobby Teeple and local guys from Paul Storia, Tom Basinger and just guys that were, you know, from the same area as I was, I, you know, I kind of knew them and, and it was just cool to see somebody that was from the same hometown as you or your family and get to watch them race. And then you got to race with them. Yeah, yeah, I did with a few of them, and it's always always fun. I mean, me and Paul and John, we all have a have a good time when we're at the races, uh, associating with each other. Have you had any uh, bad crashes? Oh yeah, there's been a few. What what would be the uh, the worst in your opinion? Uh, the worst was a non-wing crash at Fremont. And I don't really remember what year it was. It was in my car, and we about put her out of the park. <laughs> Those get expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's nothing on them things cheap when you wreck sure. them. I mean, you, it's going to cost you. You were okay? What's that? I say you were okay, no bad injuries? Oh, yeah, I was a little dazed, but... Yeah, we walked away from it. Nothing horrible. So what do you do when uh, when you're not racing and not working on uh, the race car? Uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of work do you do? I have two businesses, and they keep me busy all the time. Okay. Now, do you, uh, do you own your own car, or do you drive for someone else? Nope. I drive for Ryan French Racing out of Sam over by Attica. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long have you been uh, driving for them? This is my second year with them. Let's hear about your sponsors, the people that you need to thank. Uh, gotta thank Ryan French for you know he <laughs> called me for you know a year or so before that I ever got in that car trying to get me to get in it, and I did. They they give me the best uh, best equipment they can, and we make do with what we got, and we usually run good. Uh, Phil Rister, Paul Story Mod Shop, Crown Battery, uh, Napa Vatica. Avon by Angie. I mean, every little sponsor on that car helps a ton. You got York Carpet, Brad's Barbecue in Bellevue. Oh, there's a lot of them. I'm sure I'm missing some, but everybody knows that every little bit helps. Absolutely. What uh, What do you think about the, this new Attica Fremont Championship Series that uh, Dwayne Hancock put together? So far, we're loving it. I mean, everything's going smooth and good. And, it's uh, good that somebody was able to jump in and put something together to replace the fast series, and so far, so good. And is, I mean, is this is it bigger than uh, than you would have thought at the beginning of the season? Because I mean, it's, it sounds like this is a is a pretty huge deal. Yeah, yeah, it took off. You know, everybody kind of opened, you know, welcomely opened it. You know, coming into it, and uh, it's been going good for everybody. I've heard no complaints throughout the pits, and. They're doing a ton of giveaways, you know, before the races, giving tires away and coupons and gift certificates and whatever else. And everything's been really good with the with the whole thing. Seems like sponsors were kind of coming out of the woodwork uh, to to Dwayne to uh, to get on board this thing. So, um, what what's uh, what's other than I guess there's two more races left uh, in in the Attica Fremont Championship Series. You got a race uh, tomorrow night at Attica, right? Yep. And the, are you running uh, the fair race on Tuesday at Fremont? Yeah, we'll be at the fair race as well. How cool is uh, the fair race? I've never been to, to the fair race. Is that kind of a special deal? Yeah, it's uh, kind of back to grassroots racing when, you know, you used to see races at the fair all the time and kind of went away for a while, and they brought it back to Fremont, and it's a it's a good time. You get a lot of people there watching it, and then a lot of, lot of fair goers that's you know, maybe never been to a race, get to see some wing sprint cars go around the speedway. And they have you uh, pitted, actually, somewhere different than where you guys are used to pitting, right? Yeah, they put all the cars in the infield, so people get to see, you know, kind of look down and see what's going on with the cars during the, you know, when they're not on the track. That's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> and I, I believe they're just running uh, the 305s <laughs> in uh, some vintage cars. Yep, so. yep, that's. Excellent. So, uh, f- for the rest of the season, uh, are you just uh, sticking around Attica and Fremont? You running anywhere else? Yeah, as of right now, and I, I might get in my late model and go to go to a couple uh, late model races if I get time and a chance. I, I know a race uh, coming up October third where you could race. 
Yeah. The Hammer Down Racing Report Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway. Yeah, I heard you talking about that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good time. With a, with a pretty decent payoff. Yeah, we'll have to throw that that name in the in the hat and see if I end up going somewhere with it. I'm sure there's not a lot of competition for that night, so uh, yeah, it should be. Yeah, and Attica and Fremont will be. Hey, look, Fremont's on TV right now. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> you might be on TV. Were you in Heat Three? I don't sure. remember. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure if this is this past weekend or not. Anyways, sorry, I got distracted. I saw race cars. There was this like a squirrel. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Huh. Uh, so you're just going to stick around uh, Attica and Fremont, and then where where would you run the, the late model? I'm not sure. I know that the guy that owns that that I run for, they like to go down south a lot into West Virginia and stuff, maybe up to Oakshade. Okay. Well, that's cool. Oh, we sure like to see you there. It's a, it's a little closer than West Virginia, at least. Right, right. The wrong <laughs> surface. What's that? It's the wrong surface for me. Oh, okay. I prefer the dirt. It's dirt, sort of. Yeah. Dirt. <laughs> well, your pit. Oh, ah, I gotcha. Well, there's some, uh, there's some paved places. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, are you all set for uh, for tomorrow night then? Yeah, yeah, the car's ready to go. I just talked to Ryan actually a couple hours ago, and we'll be at Attica tomorrow night. Okay, and then and that's a thousand to win show for the Attica Fremont Championship Series, I do believe. Yep. And then the last, and that I forgot to write down. Do you know uh, when the when the last AFCS race is at Fremont? I don't know the date exactly. I want to say it's like toward the beginning of September. I know there's yeah, just that's the. What I'm thinking. You just have the two races left, one at Attica and one at uh, Fremont. Um, and I didn't write how – I forgot to write down how big – how big a lead do you have, do you know, going into these final two races? I'm not real sure, but I think it's around 30 points. Okay. So you're fairly comfortable. I wouldn't say comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody to gain on you. So how how uh, how do you approach these last two races? Are you gonna kind of take it easy and be conservative, or are you just gonna? No, we're going there. I mean, we're going to win the race. We're going to win the race. I mean, that's it. We're there to win. That's a true racer. Yes, sir. All right. Well, good luck this weekend and uh, Tuesday at at Fremont and and on your bid there to win the championships at uh, both tracks and the Attica Fremont Championships. If you get all three, you got the trifecta. How cool would that be? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll be the first driver to do that. <laughs> All right, man. We wish you luck and uh, appreciate the time. All right, I appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. All right, Jamie Miller, Attica Fremont Championship Series point leader in the 305s, uh, also second in the points in uh, pretty competitive battles of both uh, Attica and Fremont going into the final stretch. Just a few more weeks at uh, both tracks, I do believe. Yeah, uh a lot of tracks are winding down. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Yeah. So uh, we got to all those calls, and I forgot to do this. We had some breaking news before we came on. No, I'm fading down the wrong one. No wonder it's not getting any quieter. Um, breaking news uh, shortly before we came on. Actually, there's a couple breaking news things. Uh, but the big one was Dale Earnhardt Jr. and his wife were involved in a plane crash. Actually, uh, I guess the plane was taking off uh, down in Tennessee, and it skidded off the runway and burst into flames. Uh, I saw a couple of video clips, Scott, and it uh, it was definitely in flames. It, it, they were out of it, I believe, yeah. by the time you saw the video, or they had video right. of it. But uh, I guess they were taken to the hospital, but they were okay for the most part. Ish. Ish. They were taken to the hospital, and they weren't in bad shape. But uh, I haven't seen a, an update on that. But uh, pretty scary stuff, though. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, also, we got some more breaking news. See you in here. Oh, come on, Scott. Haley Deegan was uh, running at Bristol right now in the K&N East race. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I 
turned it off. But she was up in the top, running top five, running pretty good. And I'm guessing that race is probably over by about. Bristol's way. probably her kind of racetrack where you can short track and bump them out of the way. Use the front bumper, absolutely. And she was doing that the first hundred laps that I, I was watching before we came on the air here. Um, well, we got so far ahead here. Let's uh, back up and uh, go over our uh, racing roundup from last weekend. Uh, last weekend's action at uh, Lima Land Motorsports Park. They are done for the year now. Done. Uh, it just doesn't seem right. It's, well, yeah. Sean Dancer was the winner of the uh, NRA 360 Sprint Invitational and uh, also uh, King of the Quarter Mile. Tony Anderson won the UMP Mod Invitational, and Todd Sherman won the uh, King of the Quarter Mile race in the mods. Casey Barr won his first Thunderstock feature, and Jordan Conover won the uh, King of the Quarter Mile, quarter mile in the uh, Thunderstocks. And uh, that will complete the uh, Lima Land uh, racing season. Which had a hard time getting started. Right. They only like raced like two right. months. Right. Well, they've got a good field of modifieds there. You know, I wonder if they might be looking for there something to do Everything on October third. Yeah. You see how that worked right 30, in there, 30, Scott? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway uh, had some good. Ac- Actually, pretty much everybody was in action last weekend because uh, the weather was nice. Yeah. Speaking of the weather, I got a uh, update from uh, Ryan Weekman. He's back from vacation, so we we'll have Wonderful. a weekend uh, weather pit stop coming up here shortly. Nick Shanks held off Scott Selmy and Greg Stude to win the Stude Street Stock A Main. You took a deep breath. I thought that uh, something was going on over there. No, huh? Not yet. Oh, okay. Um, Wilburn Parks was the Street Stock B Main winner. Jeremy Vanderhoof was the uh, Figure Eight winner, and. Ethan Stadnuchek. Stadnuchek. There you go. Won the 250-lap uh, enduro race. Carl Smith won the uh, Lake Erie Stock feature at uh, Sandusky Speedway on Saturday night. Dylan Watson was the Renegade feature winner. Colton Fowler won the uh, beginner stocks at Fremont. Uh, it was a uh, sweep of all former uh, Hammer Down Racing Report guests winning. Oh, oh we forgot what to is, tell Jamie he's probably going to win this weekend. Oh, yeah. Since, uh, since we had him on. Oh, I hope he's watching because... He'll, now he knows. Um, Cap Henry won his second 410 uh, sprint feature in a row. John Ivey also got his second feature win in a row in the 305s. And Sean Valeni won yet another dirt truck feature. I wonder if we'll see him at uh, the Dirty 30. It's I would hope way. so. Be interesting. Uh, Oakshade Raceway had uh, sprint car racing return for the first time since 2001. That was a good sco- good show, Scott. It, was it really good. was. 28 uh, Boss Buckeye Outlaw Sprint uh, Series. Non-wing sprints. Non-wing sprints uh, were there. Uh, Dallas Hewitt out of Troy, Ohio was the uh, feature winner. Little little homework there. He is Jack Hewitt's nephew. Uh, they're, they're both from Troy, Ohio, and uh, he comes by it naturally. Well, he's got a name like Hewitt. That's that'll that'll do and, it. And he's from that'll Tro- do it. And he's from Troy, Ohio. <laughs> uh, Rusty Schlenk racked up a career win, uh, number two hundred and three in the late model feature. He's still uh, riding that high after uh, being on the show a few weeks back, getting mm-hmm. racking up the wins. Uh, Jerry Signer scored his third feature win of the season in uh, the uh, sportsman class. He's Jerry Signer's been recently. really strong lately. He said second in points, I do believe, right. to Mike Jessen. So there's a point uh, battled there going into uh, championship night, which I think is the second or third weekend in September. I think it's the third. Is it? Okay, we'll go with that. Um, Terry Rushlow earned uh, the Bomber A-Main win. It was, I believe, his fifth of the season. And Shane Estes won his very first uh, ever Bomber B-Main. He was pretty excited there in victory lane. It's pretty yes, cool. Yes, he was. Uh, Toledo Speedway was in action with the 60th anniversary celebration. ARCA Gold Cup late model. Uh, ARCA Gold Cup main event late model feature was won by Brian Bergaker. And uh, they had a pretty spectacular wreck. Did you see? They uh, did. Bobby, Bobby Michalogic. Uh, His throttle stuck, I guess, going into turn one. First lap. Uh, was that the first lap? Yeah. And, and uh, uh, that, that messed up his car a little bit. Yes, um, that that uh, the video of that, and, and there's a couple of good ones have been making the way around uh, YouTube. And uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, look at Toledo Speedway Crash 2019, and uh, that's what'll pop up. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular uh, too, with the, all the uh, the foam, the styrofoam barrier just kind of exploding. It looks like it's snowing. Yeah, well, you didn't some do of the, the pictures. Didn't do the car any good. No, but but the the nice thing about those barriers, they they really. They don't save the car, but they they're they they're save good. the driver. They save the driver. 
and that's the important part. Cars can be fixed. Yeah, unless you're a car owner, then. Well, then you're, it's, it's all about the green. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Martell, who just returned from uh, active duty, led all 20 laps of the factory stock feature on Saturday night at Toledo Speedway. That was on BCSN. That was a fun was fun race to watch. I did not see that. I forgot. There's a, I keep getting distracted now. Um, uh, Ron Allen just beat out Mike Young by inches in the late model sportsman feature, and Dennis Wisman Jr. Uh, held off his dad to win the figure eight feature there. That late model sportsman race, again, was a spectacular race. Uh, was that? That was the one, yeah, he won by inches. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, uh, Howard Kelly Jr., again, uh, another bad record to let Speedway last weekend. Didn't do his car any good. Kyle Worley uh, was the winner of the uh, street stock feature. Is his car at your shop or something? Oh, uh, no. Is he getting parts from you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, I just... But he, but he could. But, absolutely. I yeah. gladly sell Howard parts. Uh, Chris Madden won his second race in a row and his first Lucas Oil feature in uh, Bloomquist's backup car. Uh, on Thursday's North-South North South Shootout at Florence Speedway, he uh, continued his uh, winning streak, Madden that is, making it three wins in a row after uh, winning Saturday's North-South 100. So pretty that, good. that paid quite nicely. Yeah. It was a good weekend for Chris Madden. Well, I don't know how much of that goes to Bloomquist, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up for the Lucas Oil Late Model Series is the 27th Annual Comp Cam's Topless 100 and that's tonight, actually, through uh, Saturday at Batesville Motor Speedway in Arkansas. And that doesn't mean they're driving with their tops off, like shirts, right? Correct. Okay. That's like our topless. Ed that's right. Shade. That's right. You take, take the, the roof off. off of your car. The car is topless, not yep. the, the drivers. Fans are optional. Okay. I'm not sure... World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink uh, Sprint Series action. David Gravel held off Brad Sweet to win on uh, Thursday's qualifying night of the 59th Knoxville Nationals. Kerry Madsen led all 25 laps of Friday's Hard Knocks night to uh, knock, to lock himself into Saturday's Nationals. And then Gravel won Saturday's $150,000 feature over Logan Shuchart and Darren Pittman. So pretty big deal there. Yeah. Knoxville Nationals coming up uh for the World of Outlaws uh, sprints, River City Speedway in North Dakota tomorrow night, and then Red River Valley Speedway, also in North Dakota, on Saturday. World of Outlaw, Morton Buildings Late Model Series action featured Jonathan Davenport leading all 30 laps to win night one of the World of Outlaw Morton Buildings Late Model Series USA Nationals at Cedar Lake Speedway last Thursday night. Tyler Erb won the Dash event on Friday and earned the pole for Saturday's 50,000 USA Nationals main event. And uh, come on, Scott. I think I left that. This is from last week. This is old news. Oh, fine. Never mind. Forgot we, it. We forgot to update that part or take that out. So. Uh, Gander Outdoor Truck Series action. Uh, the Lucas uh, or the Corrigan Oil 200 was won by Austin Hill. Uh, it was the last race of the regular season for those guys. Right. At uh, that was at MIS this past weekend. Playoffs. Start tonight, 8.30 at Bristol. That race will be on Fox Sports 1. So you got about 45 minutes until that uh, race starts, unless you're listening to us on the podcast. Uh, then you probably missed it by now. Austin Cedric started on the pole of the Xfinity Series BNL Transport 170 at Mid-Ohio, picked up the win on Saturday. Uh, the Xfinity's next series race is at uh, Bristol tomorrow night at 7.30. Actually, I'll... Three NASCAR top series is at Bristol this weekend. Kevin Harvick won a fuel mileage race on Sunday at Michigan International Speedway. And uh, like I said, they're going to cup series at Bristol Saturday night, 7.30. That race will be on NBCSN. Did you catch any of the uh, controversy about uh, both of Childress's cars uh, being disqualified? Uh, that was the first thing on my racing news here. Was it really? Yeah. Now, did, did you... Austin Dillon and... Teammate Daniel Hemrick's qualifying times were disallowed after NASCAR ruled their alternators were in violation of the rules. They did not function because there was no belt on. No, no, no. That's what I. That's what I read. No. Uh, so they both started at the back all, of Sunday's of the Cup te- race. All of the teams are allowed to take the, the belts, belts off, off to qualify. Correct. But but their alternator but, 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 has to but, run. But the alternator has to work. But it doesn't work without the belt. Which is really, so really got, stupid. So you got two rules. Now, Richard Childress said that 
did you did you folks check um, everybody else's? No, did you check my alternators at ten thousand RPM, which is where they have to work while we're racing? And of course, NASCAR said no. So uh, uh, it, it's crazy. Why would they test an alternator to see if it worked if you don't have to have the belt on to qualify? But it has to be working. No, it didn't have to be working because NASCAR but you allows don't need the you. Belt. To, but you can take the belt off to qualify. But maybe they could have like a little battery-operated motor that turns the Scott, alternator Scott, instead of the belt. It's another stupid NASCAR yeah, rule. They've struck again. It, well, it's like it's two rules that don't really mesh together. No, not a bit. So. Your alternator has to work, but you don't have to have a belt on it. Did he? I didn't uh, follow up on that. Do you know if they uh, tried to fight that, if they appealed? You know, I think they were going to, and I don't know how it turned out, but uh, the the biggest loss is the, the crew chiefs for a couple of weeks. That's right. I um, forgot that. And they had to start at the back, and there's nothing and, and ten, that can fix that. And 10 now. championship points. And and both of those cars were involved in a wreck about halfway through the race. Took them out. I didn't watch much of the race. I think oh, I, I did. just watched the end. Okay. Yeah. It was. was it a good race? At uh, ish. It's always a fuel mileage race at MIS. Right. Uh, David Reagan announced yesterday that he's stepping away. Yesterday being Wednesday. I forgot people could be listening to this Saturday and yesterday be Friday to them. Right. So I should probably specify what day I'm talking about. Uh, he announced. Wednesday, that he's stepping away from a full-time NASCAR competition uh, at the end of this season after 13 years of racing in the Cup Series. Uh, Reagan began competing in NASCAR uh, Monster Energy Cup Series uh, racing in 2007 with Roush Fenway Racing. Got anything on Matt to Benedetto? I do, as a matter of fact. Well, let's go to that one He then. confirmed that he will not return to Levine Family Racing next season. Uh, Levine Family Racing has not confirmed who will replace Matt DiBenedetto next season? I, and I like Matt DiBenedetto just because I like saying his you name. Can say his, I can kind of say you, it. You can get it out now. Yeah. You're doing okay. And he's a cool guy whenever they no, interview he him. Is. He's like a total underdog. Yeah. But uh, they say that uh, they haven't confirmed who's going to replace him next season, but uh, rumors are swirling that Christopher Bell uh, will be moving up into uh, the 95 car. Well, and Levine has a real close alliance with Toyota and uh, Joe Gibbs. So yeah, that, maybe that, Haley Deegan will swap yeah, right up to yeah, a cup we'll ride. See. <laughs> Speaking of Haley Deegan, see the transition there? Nice job. Uh, she joined, she joined uh, DGR Crosley for uh, the race. It's probably over by now. The uh, NASCAR K&N Pro Series East Bushes Beans 150 at Bristol Motor Speedway. And it started at uh, 615 Thursday. Um, she usually runs the uh, the West Series. Right. And some ARCA races, so. She was doing pretty good from what I saw. I don't know if anybody has any updates. Uh, let me know on uh, our Facebook Live comments here, if you would. Um, and that's uh, other than the uh, small plane carrying uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and his wife, Amy, uh, that ran off the runway, caught fire at uh, Elizabethton Municipal Airport in Tennessee uh, this afternoon. No one was killed in the crash. Elizabethton Fire Chief Barry Carrier told reporters, in Tennessee, and then I read something where they were transported to a hospital, though. But right. No, no word on condition or anything. Probably to clean their underwear. Well, I don't know. As a race car driver, you've been in crashes before. It's just a yeah, but not kind in airplanes. Vehicle. It wasn't in the air because, from what I read, it was taking off. So they just right. skidded off the runway. So it wasn't an up-down crash. It was just a well, horizontal and, and, crash. And I was talking about airplanes. There was a miracle in Moscow where the pilot set uh, a plane down in a cornfield just uh, just yesterday. So, yep, it's a good day to walk away from a plane crash. <laughs> All right. How about we play how many? All right. Last week uh, was how many late models uh, will be at Toledo on Saturday for the 60th anniversary? Even dozen. I thought it was 13. I had 13. Okay. All right. You're, you're probably right. Is that a baker's dozen? It would be. Is it? I didn't know that. I was just guessing. <laughs> good, I heard jo- the term. good job, Scott. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you won, by the way, because uh, you picked 16. So you were the closest from last week. So uh, here's uh, this week's how many. This might be a little harder to, uh, to verify the number, but uh, how many fights 
are uh, going to take place at uh, Bristol during the cup race on Saturday night. Dur- just the cup race. Just the cup race Saturday night. That could be shouting, uh, retaliation on the track. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, that, that, that was it. I, I didn't know if it was extra Alter- Altercation. How's yeah, that? I didn't know if it was just extracurricular activities or if it could be jamming somebody's quarter panel. Jamming somebody's quarter panel that, that, and that, extracurricular that, that, They activities. all count. They all count. Ooh. Man, it could be in the hundreds, but I'm 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 going to say twelve. Twelve. All right, I, it could be in the hundreds, and it's going to be hard to verify because I mean we're only going to see what uh, TV covers as well. There could be a fight that they miss or some retaliation. Nah, if there if there's if there's a fight, they'll see it. What do you got, Kathy? Uh, five. Five. I'm going. I'm going to go with four because I'm thinking yeah. that uh, there's been a lot of pissed off people. Uh, recently, there was that uh, late model incident where the I guess the guys ended up in jail. Where, where was that at? I saw it, but I, I can't tell you. I don't know. I know it's on our uh, Facebook page, but uh, from what I read, uh, the video just shows the guy after the car is on top of uh, the other car, punching like crazy, punch, kicking. And, and I gotta believe, I gotta believe that the driver still in the car had his helmet on, so so punching him was really stupid. Yeah, well, he was kicking. Yeah, well. he had his foot in there. But uh, the cops came and restrained. The video starts after the cars have already ended up stopped with the one car on top and the guy kicking. In kind of but a weird it, position. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like the one guy turned around on the track and then you know came at him head on. And since they're late models, they have the, the wedge nose right. and drove up on top. And I guess they both went to jail. Or at least spent a little bit of time in jail. I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. I read that story. I didn't want to go over it too much because there's just been so much... So much negativity and fighting. Yeah. Why is everybody so mad? Everybody's got their panties in a bunch. It's been a tough summer for lack of respect, Scott. I know. But is is this the whole have at it, boys mentality? NASCAR trickling down to short tracks? Yeah, Yeah, it could be. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about some uh, racing action coming up this weekend. We got a lot of it. Not not the biggest uh, weekend of racing, but there's there's enough to uh, go around. Friday night, it's Lakeshore Utility Trailer Sales Night of Destruction. Uh, tomorrow night, featuring uh, school bus figure eights. I, I just read uh, that they're going to have, uh, I forget her name, but it's a female figure eight driver is going to be running one of the buses. All right. So that ought to be pretty cool. Uh, late Model Sportsman and Factory Stock Championships as well. Uh, regular figure eights, boat figure eights, flagpole race, lots going on during the night of destruction at Toledo Speedway. Night pits open at four, gates at five, racing at seven thirty. General admission is seventeen bucks. Uh, also tomorrow night, Attica Raceway Park has Columbus Equipment slash Central Ohio Farmers Night, featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series four tens, three oh fives, a thousand to win for the three oh five sprints, and uh, Jamie Miller going for that uh, championship in there with that's the Second of two races, or the first of two races uh, remaining in that series. Well, since he was on our show, he's really kind yeah. of a shoe in he to win tomorrow. Is, yeah. And that's the last one, the last AFCS race that'll be at Attica this year. Also uh, at Attica tomorrow night will be the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series. That uh, all starts at 745. That's when racing starts. Gates open at 5 o'clock at Attica. General mission, 15 bucks. Saturday night. Oakshade Raceway will continue the Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series with the family for that. It's a six-race uh, uh, series, and, oh, I had that in my article. It's a pretty close uh, point battle. It is. I think it's Devin Shields was winning, and Dan Wallace was in there. There was like four uh, or five all within three points. I can tell you Steve Miller's in 10th. Is he? Yes, he is. Uh-huh. So it's a pretty tight battle going into the final two races this weekend in that uh, series. Uh, Sportsman Bombers Compact's also in action. Gates open at four, racing at seven. General admission, 14 bucks at Oakshade on Saturday. At Sandusky on Saturday, it's Garner Sanitation Night. They're going to have Crate Sprints, Lake Erie Stocks, Renegades, Beginner Stocks. Uh, Gates open at four, racing at seven. General admission is 10 bucks at Sandusky. Flat Rock Speedway also in action with uh, Late Models, Figure 8, Street Stocks, Bandoleros. Pits open at three, Gates at 4.30. And uh, racing at 7 p.m. General mission, 15 bucks up there at the Level Pebble. And then uh, Tuesday, Fremont Speedway has the Fremont Fence Fair Race, featuring the 305 Sprints and Vintage Cars. Pits open at three, gates at five. Uh, racing at 7:30. General mission, just seven bucks too. So that's a pretty cool deal. It's a Fremont. cool deal, and they absolutely pack the place for that race. So 
if you're thinking of going to the fair at Fremont, uh, be a good night to do it. Again, that's uh, coming up Tuesday night. Uh, Fremont not racing Saturday. They're racing right. Tuesday. Because of the fair. Yeah. And then uh, looking ahead to uh, next weekend, it's uh, night number one of, or next Thursday, night number one of the Dirt Million presented by Arizona Sport Shirts featuring the uh, late models there at Mansfield Motor Speedway. So that's a pretty big show. Pits will open at 11 a.m. on Thursday. Spectator gates at 5, racing at 7. Uh, general admission is 29 bucks for Thursday night. So, and, and it probably goes up from there. It probably, yeah. And we'll talk uh, about Friday and Saturday's uh, action next week on, on, right. on the Hammer Down Racing Report. How about we check out uh, our weekend uh, weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman? Sound like a good idea? I think we need to do that. Let's, let's do that. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Let's look at another weekend on the racing slate here. Starting off in Toledo and Attica, we'll be watching late Friday. Majority of the day looks just fine. Going to be a gorgeous summer day. I could have a chance for a late evening shower or thunderstorms. If it happens, it'll be coming in from the west. You'll have a pretty good idea that it's coming. Check out First Alert Doppler, but most likely we stay dry Friday. Saturday, we've got races at Oakshade, Sandusky, Flat Rock. Again, most of the races should be fine, especially Flat Rock, as it'll be well north of any thunderstorms. A few pop-ups possible here in northern Ohio. Sandusky, will watch that one closely, and Oakshade as well. How about fair schedule still continuing? So down in Fremont, looking there next Tuesday. Looks pretty good at this point with some summertime heat and just an outside chance for a shower or downpour. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download that free First Alert weather app. We'll keep you ahead of any of those summertime storms. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. And I was just scrolling through our Facebook comments, and uh, I've noticed that uh, a lot of people have started playing along with our how, how, many? how many. I like that. So, so we'll, let's uh, we'll include that. So if you uh, if you put a guess on the how many how many fights are going to be at uh, Bristol on Saturday night during the Cup race in the comments on our Facebook Live, and you do it before the actual race, right? So, so if you're watching this uh, in a rerun, you can still comp- you can still be part of it. I'll scroll back through the comments and see who. Uh, who got it? Although, if you guess the same number as somebody else, then I'm going to go for the person that guessed that number first. So choose that a sounds fair. Number. Sound fair? So you can play with us. It's the home version of the Hammer Down Racing Report. How many? I like it. It'll be available in stores. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's about time to wrap this one up. Next week on the show, we're going to have uh, Jim Hanks, president of uh, Must See Sprints. Uh, they got a big show coming up next weekend. It's uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, they're going to be at Owasso yeah, up in Michigan. in Michigan. And then Saturday, or I'm sorry, Sunday, they're going to be at uh, Sandusky Speedway. And it's my plan uh, to attend that race at Sandusky Speedway. So really? watch yourself, Chris. Okay. So a big weekend there. We'll ha- talk ha- to them. Have my suite ready. And we're going to have the McCunes back in the studio. Yes, we who, are. Which... Uh, who do we got? Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy and his dad. Okay. Driver and crew chief. Um, Is Jimmy, he, Jimmy's leading the points. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he was uh, up he, there he's the been pretty. He's been pretty dominant lately. So, yeah. And uh, should be a good show. So that'll be next week here on the Hammerdown Racing Report starting at 7 o'clock uh, Thursday night. Make sure to tune in. And uh, that's, uh, that's about it. i got to thank uh, Dave Kemmer again for helping out. Again, he does a good job of... Uh, Getting all the, the news stories together. That's it. Yeah. And lining up our super guests. Absolutely. Although, I did I did all the work this week. Proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to uh, Chris Mize, uh, race director there at Sandusky Speedway, giving us the update in the Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30. Speaking of which, uh, go to HammerdownRacingReport.com. Click on the Dirty 30 page that I, I have uh, set up on there. That's where all the information is, uh, the dirt late models, the dirt trucks, uh, bombers and the front wheel drives rules payout everything you need to know is on there also a link to the sandusky page if uh, you, no, we, you're no, planning on racing we, you we've can got sign a up. sign up sheet there for racer scott yeah. maybe we should have a sign up sheet for fans uh just just to gauge what the attendance might be so if you're thinking, like a lot of work if you're thinking about going maybe they need to be able to check in scott well i'll talk well i'll talk to the sandusky folks uh, and see if they'll set up another form for that then fine but until then, if you're planning to race, uh, or even if you're just thinking about it, go ahead and fill out that form. There's no uh, obligation at all. Right. It just kind of gives us an idea of who's going to be there, and then we'll say your name. Oh, and 
Somebody wanted me to say uh, Mike Young's name. I'm not sure why. Mike Young? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Mike Young. John Young. Yeah. Good luck this weekend. Uh, there's too many, too many comments to keep up with right now. <laughs> I'll scroll through them later. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for uh, this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Again, thanks to uh, Ron Miller Race Cars for sponsoring the studio, the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. And, uh, and, 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 and and fixing my car. The old show will be back in action and, this weekend. Yeah, assuming I, I, was, I get to, I got to go work on it tonight. Okay. So if but, I can get it ready. we did overcome one problem. You figured out how to start it. Yeah, I figured out how to turn the power on. <laughs> I have yeah, two okay. two master switches in there. Yeah, and and one, one is a dummy. Obviously, our driver picked the wrong one. Does it rhyme with uh, Gumby? Yeah. Okay. Good enough. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Hammer Down Racer Report. Again, I'm Scott Hammer. It's Ron Miller. See you next week, folks. We out. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 